CM Punk's first collision feud announced. Breaking news. WWE has unveiled a new undisputed championship. Another one. Uh, the first two matches for Forbidden Door have been announced. Ooh. Lance Archer. Blah, blah. Lance Archer reveals the reason behind his recent absence. Uh, WWE blocking AW in certain venues has been announced. No, Sorry, no, I'll stop with the announced. That's fine. Alexa first announces she's <laughs> pregnant. Full of announcements on here. Um, Tony Khan comments on potential streaming deals for did he, AEW. Did he announce anything? No. Oh. Mm. Uh, WWE star Lita appears at an indie promotion during a storyline injury. Riddick Moss and Emma announce their engagement. Hey. <laughs> British MPs announce that uh, they, they're not big fans of cowboy wrestling promotions. Who is? Anthony Wenzel is coming up. It's all coming up. Right, freaking now. Hallelujah! Yes! We did it! Um, right, it's kicking off with Collision then. Um, literally, we've kind of we missed a lot of news in like the, the past week because like, yeah. the whole announcement happened and then now and like, the thing, more announcements. The stuff. Just, yeah, like, yeah. just like we announce stuff, Tony Khan announces stuff every two minutes. Um, sure. So we know CM Punk is going to be there in Chicago for the debut of Collision. But cast your mind back, if you will, uh, there was rumours that when Punk came back, he was going to have a feud with some old Joe. That was the kind of the yes, you know, the thing going, the word on the street, if you will. But the latest murmurs, Anthony, is that Punk wants to work with Jay White. Interesting stuff. Now you may have noticed since Jay but wait, White, wait, he's in the Bullet Club. Bullet Club Gold. But <clears throat> Punk doesn't like the Bullet Club members half the time. There you go. That's why it would make sense, right? Mm, why yeah. it would make sense. So. If you think about it, originally the feud they wanted to do was going to be Punk and FTR against the Elite. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. So why don't you sub out the Elite for yeah. the Bullet Club, hey? We and, don't um, know if it's going to happen. Well, we don't know for sure. But know. if you think Jay, when JY came in, he teamed up with, um, you know, the other guy. That guy. Dave. Yeah, you know. Adam Cole, What's he called? Juice yeah. Robinson. Juice Robinson. Sorry. Um, but yeah, they teamed up, and uh, since he's joined, not really much has been going on for Bullet Club Gold. You know, even in the Battle Royal, double or nothing, they got dumped out pretty early. But he's now kind of having this feud with Ricky Starks, so I'm wondering whether they're going to start building him up a little bit ahead of Collision. Oh, good, good, so it's yeah. like, oh, okay, he has been beating some people, and it makes sense for Punk to fight him. Because if you think about it, when Punk comes back, he's not going to lose, is he? I wouldn't have thought. But it's interesting, though, that if this is the feud they go for, because he got a mixed reaction. In the announcement, that you know, so is everyone going to cheer him? Does everyone actually want him back? Uh, the crowd reaction is going to be an interesting one. Because if you're going to, I know they don't do face versus heel, but it's <laughs> okay. You know, Jay White is is playing a heel at the minute as part of Bullet mm. Club Gold. They're not like a super cool over faction, so mm. it's an interesting one. Mm. But I think I think it's um, honestly bringing Punk back for me. It should have been giving the fans what they want. A lot of people on socials are wanting Samoa Joe. I think it's a bit of a risky move not giving them that, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Interestingly, I think a lot of people are building up collision like, oh, he's he's gonna he's gonna be like they're gonna have a match and it needs to be this match. And Punk's gonna talk. He's uh, he's not gonna have a match that night. Yeah. I think a I lot mean, of people are expecting him to be like in a match straight away. Yeah. I don't think that's gonna happen. In typical A to the K fashion, especially now we've done this, started doing it on a Tuesday. Um, the announcement tomorrow on Dynamite is the first match is going to be announced. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be Punk, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I can't see him having a match on Collision. I think because I've seen a couple of social posts um, 
recently where they're like, oh, this would be the dream, and it's like uh, the Collision logo and uh, Punk versus Samoa Joe, and I'm like, that that would be brilliant, but I don't think that's what yeah. we're going to get at Collision. The first Ooh. Collision's going to be, he's going to come out, he's going to say some stuff about being back and loving wrestling and so on, maybe set up his feud going forward, but he's not going to do anything other than talk, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, in Rampage, the first... <laughs> Unless they don't trust him with a mic anymore, in which case he's not going to do anything other than wrestle. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but when they debuted Rampage, that, that was what they did. They kicked off the show with all the fans chatting for Punk because he knew he was back. So yeah. maybe we'll see something similar. But yeah, remains to be seen. He might be uh, going up against Switchblade. Switchblade? No, Switch, Nintendo Switchblade. That's it. I've got to do something there. got to be me. Nice. Yeah. That's got to be when the um, what, fight forever on the Switch. That's got to be something. Yeah, we'll do something there. Yeah, yeah. So, Carl, a little bit old news at this point, but WWE have unveiled a new WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. So that's um, Roman no longer has two separate belts. He's now got one shiny, nice gold belt. Yeah. Um, reference to your post. There you go. What do you think but, of it? Yeah, I'm, I've never been a fan of the big W, so I don't really think it matters what colour you put behind it. Still not that big a fan. I um, I, am a big fan of Seth Rollins' title. Yeah, it's um, growing on me a bit. It's still not as good uh, as the see, old big gold. I, I know we probably disagree a little bit there, but I don't think... See, the old big gold is iconic, so I don't really... It, it's hard uh, to... Iconic! It's hard to... Like, I can't sit here and honestly say, oh, it's better than that because it, it can't compare to an iconic belt, but I I just look at it as like, we're never getting big gold back. Yeah. That's never going to happen. So as far as modern day belts, yeah, you know. It, I mean, it is significantly is, better than this, let's be honest. so much better. One of the problems I, I've got with this though, and I, I could be wrong, I don't know what your thoughts are on it. Have they just spray painted the leather? It doesn't look like that's a metal back. Mm, it's interesting. Maybe. It looks like, because if you look at like the detail on it, it just looks the same as the leather. Yeah, it's got that textured sort of... So thing. I'm like, really? Have they just spray-painted it gold? Possibly. Like, how shit is that? But uh, they want to sort of keep the weights right as well, don't they? If you add metal to that, it's going to weigh the belt down. Uh, he's mm. been carrying two of the fuckers for ages, so maybe it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, um, no, it's interesting. Um, I don't... It, it, it you know, they weren't like, oh, yeah, great... I like the fact that they've made one belt. I, I, I'm kind of like not a big fan of the whole carrying two belts. Mm. And especially if you were defending two belts, that'd be different for me. But when they are like unified, then fucking have a single belt for them. Yeah. It's always been yeah. better when they've done that. Isn't yeah. It? You, like, remember the um, the original um, Undisputed title yeah. that they did? Sick. I love that belt. That was a good belt. Um, I, have you seen someone did a compilation of. Um, I think the head heading on it on TikTok was um, WWE unveiling the same belt like a hundred times, <laughs> and it was literally every time they've unveiled one of these big W belts, and there's so many, yeah. so many times they've gone the new WWE like they they started with the one for the Rock, mm-hmm. and then when they redone it with the the obviously the the non scratch logo, then they were like. Um, when they unveiled the Universal one, when they unveiled the women's one, yeah, when they unveiled the SmackDown well. women's yeah. one. And it just kept going and going, and you're like, oh my fucking God, they've done this so many times that the fact that it's still the exact same belt with a slightly well, different colour just amuses me. You know, that's it. When they did it with the Seth's new belt, at least that was like, yeah, that, ooh, this is a new title. Whereas this one is just like, oh, it's the same, <laughs> but spray-painted gold. Like, really? It's like somebody went into the creative belt side of um, 2K <laughs> well, and just... Literally, the, the majority belt. of comments on like Twitter and stuff was, um, "I've seen this belt on two K. I've seen, it, like, and everyone's just put like it's been made a gazillion times." So. Yeah, people have made nicer 
um, unified belts for Roman on 2K. Oh, yeah. But again, I, you've mentioned this a few times. Having your logo emboldened across the front of the belt like that is great yeah. for marketing. Like, let's be honest. Is. Whoever wins the um, the NBA playoffs, for example, um, they're going to get that belt. They're not going to get sets. Yeah. That's going to be the big WWE logo, and it's going to be there yeah. with side plates with the team. So yeah. it's a branding marketing you know, a dream. thing, isn't it? So Yeah. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, Consider me whelmed, probably underwhelmed, but yeah, it's not the best. Well, it's nice having one belt, though. It is. It is. Um, do you know what else is nice having? Go on. Matches announced for Forbidden Door. Yay! And you know what, Anthony? Shaping up to be at all time. People are losing their fucking minds what they're doing, right? We've never before had Danielson versus Okada, so that's a match which is like... To be honest, Ethan, I'm kind of getting hyped for this. The first Forbidden Door, a lot of it was lost on me. I wasn't a New Japan guy. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff that's slightly lost on me, I'm like... Like, Daniel's selling the fuck out of this. Mm. Or Brian is selling the fuck out of this. Right? <laughs> so, I, I don't really know much about Okada. I understand, like, they've never faced him. They should have, given mm-hmm. his time in Japan. But you go, you know what? I really want to see this happen. Yeah. Well, if you look at, like, Uncle Dave's five-star match fucking catalogue, I think Okada's got, like, six stars, seven stars, all that stuff. Mm. You know, Danielson's got five, six, seven stars. Yeah. So, it's a match which is crazy that's never taken place before so it is a wrestling fan's wet dream let's be honest yeah. right do you know what else is a wrestling fan's wet dream Anthony is we're going to get the third in the series between Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay yeah and Ospreay selling the fuck out of this match but as well. now it's not just he hates <clears> Kenny <throat> he hates Canada and where's Forbidden Door taking place Canada so he's going to be booed out the fucking building do you know what it's hard to I mean other than the comments he made about Brett but he's there saying like um, you know everyone says Canada's full of friendly people and all that you know Chris Jericho's a Cunt, like, <laughs> <laughs> you got like real, real top of this list. Like Don Callis is a cunt. It's like Bret Hart just fucking complains and moans all the time. It's like Candace fucking shit. And it's like, do you what? Know, I'll give Osprey his due. He's, he's doing really well at this heel role. Like, other than and this, sh- I shouldn't feel this way, but other than the British accent being kind of jarring when you watch an <laughs> extremely American product, yeah, like he's he's fantastic. Yeah, I, I really hope he's like, he got like a fucking. Broad like Essex accent as well. Yeah, like, just like he's British. It's like fuck. So what? What the worst? I don't want to be this guy. But he's I, as I, speaking I, scouts, but I really hope he signs with AEW. Mm. Like I don't want to be like oh, everyone should go to AEW, but like only because from a selfish point of view, I want to see more of him, and I don't watch New Japan. Well, it'll be a crime if he's not at all in. Yeah, without a doubt. It's, it's you know the fact he's working this card now as well. Like I don't know. We're going to get number four between these. Yeah, I mean, they've like, obviously clearly got a really good working relationship with New Japan to have these sort of pay-per-views, so mm. you got to imagine that's on the cards. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm excited, you know, these matches have been announced, but also that they kind of make sense. They've not been matches which have been taken over the fucking show every week. Do you remember last year? Mm. It was just like, what's happened yeah, to the core storyline? for a while. It yeah. was gone. It disappeared. Yeah. It's the same as what happened with Ring of Honor when he did that. Yeah. It was like... I actually think people, like, have said about, like, AEW getting worse. I don't think AEW in a way got worse. I think that was the problem. Mm. Like, they, and you'd look at like because they were always initially they were really good at storytelling, and everyone's like, oh, they don't, they have no real long term stories. Like they did, they just abandoned everything. Like, and that's still not a good look or a good move. But like now, Ring of Honor's got its own shit going on, and like you say, they've not been too heavy on Forbidden Door. It's mm. it's balancing a little bit better. Yeah. And I think as well, um, I, I think we're going to talk about it, so I won't give too much away, but we don't necessarily always know why people aren't there. So yeah. people are like, oh, they're not using talent. And it's like, well, maybe there's other shit going on in their lives. Well, do, you want to, do you want to move so, to that? Let, we, yeah, let's move yeah. on to that, shall we? 
So obviously this is you alluded to uh, Lance Archer and Lance Archer has um, took to social media, I can't remember which one, to clarify something. Um, because again, a lot of people are talking about um, uh, you know the booking side of things. He's not being booked right, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And he's he's made it clear that he's actually torn a. I want to say it's pectoral. I just double check that. I think it might have been a tricep actually, but um, he's actually suffering an injury, Carl, and mm-hmm. has been sort of working on healing that up. Yeah, to be fair, he is someone <laughs> that a lot of people like, with the likes of Miro and other and people like that, they've complained for a while. He's not being utilized and things, but yeah, goes to show what people are actually dealing with. So, yeah, there's the, there's the quote, which is it's strange because the, the Twitter post isn't his, but the, I assume it's come from a video by the looks of it, but the quote says, AW, New Japan, Pro Wrestling, every fucking mark, this message is for you. There's a reason I haven't been wrestling a lot. It's nothing to do with bad booking, you dumb shits. To the point. Uh, I've been battling a torn tricep. There you go. Mm. And didn't tell because I don't need your sympathy. Which is a fair fucking point. Mm. But... um. Sadly, when there's no information, people are going to speculate. And when I actually, and I'm not trying to go, it's not the fans' fault because we, we can be a pain in the ass. Um, when you've got people like Lance Archer who's saying nothing at all, but then you've got people like Andrade and various others who they say something but not. Mm. Like, like, I'm not going to say too much, but I'm going to put a cryptic message on uh, socials to let you know I'm not happy. Then they build speculate. Oh, he's not happy with his book and this, that, and the next thing. Miro does it all the time as well. Yeah. So they're feeding the trolls. So then everyone starts to speculate. Wow, you see this? They're not happy with their book and they're obviously not getting used right. And then he gets thrown in the mix because he's not saying anything. And yeah. sadly, I think it, it fuels it when you get people who are clearly alluding to the fact that they're not happy. Yeah. As Ronan Keaton would say, you say it best when you say nothing at all. As Ronan Keaton would also say, life is a roller coaster. He's <laughs> got a rider, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, fair play. Like at least he's explained why we haven't seen him, and it's good that he's starting to come back. Hopefully, I think um, Jake Roberts alluded to in, in some interview as well recently that um, that's one of the reasons he's been off TV is he's waiting for Lance to heal yeah. up and things. So maybe they'll be paired back up again. Because are we going like to end up with like a match at some point between like Darby Allen with Sting, Lance with uh, Jake? Walk um, with arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Tully with these days? Yeah, just go. Um, Sean? No? Maybe, yeah. But who knows? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, so this next one is a fascinating one. Now, it comes from our friend Uncle Dave Anthony. Um, and he's basically said, there's an interesting note that in arenas that do rent to both AW and WWE, WWE started putting clauses in the deals so that AEW can't run a certain number of weeks before um, or after the WWE show. And also that AEW and the arena can't announce the show or sell tickets until after the show's taken place. Now, for someone, you know, for a company that doesn't see AEW as competition, yeah. obviously Nick Khan's gone on record as saying, well, we see everyone as competition, not, not wrestling shows, because we're an entertainment company. Okay, you know, so shit. do you have any other specific clauses then? Well, <laughs> exactly. Like, let's let's look at just wrestling. Do you do that with Impact? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Disney on Ice, fuck right. <laughs> it's not, not while we're around. <laughs> exactly. Nah, so, bullshit. Yeah, um, it's a petty move, I think. Mm. And I, I'm I quite kind of get right? it, right? Because if you domestically in the states, you look at both companies and they're on the the like downward turn. To be fair, now wrestling's been on a peak for a while, and it's like you know proper hype and so, so much exposure and everything going on but there's a reason WWE keep running premium live events 
outside of America is because they draw a shitload more people. Yep. You look at um the AW struggles recently of like trying to put shows on. Like even Chicago is kind of struggling now because they've yeah. been there so much with Punk. It's like they put a show on and it's like, well, I saw them like three weeks ago. Yeah. And it's still, it's still $60 so a time or something. It's it, like, yeah. So people aren't always going to pay. It's massively oversaturated. Was it um, like uh, Maddie last week when she was talking to us? Like, I think you made the point because we were talking about All In, weren't we? And we were just saying, like, you know, even we're getting spoiled yeah. to a degree now. Like, we've had, yeah. cla- we've had Clash, we were having fucking money in the bank. Yeah. You know, hey, like, All this In. has been like, yeah, there's such a, a an increased opportunity to see wrestling. And it's mm. something we've always been starved of historically. Yeah. Like, to the point you look at, like, like and I'm not, throwing specific shade but you look at like money in the bank ticket prices i can see why like and they will sell no problem by the way mm. but i can see why a lot of people might go you know what i did clash and that's a lot of money yeah so even it, as people who don't get to see it all that often they're going to start making choices like that as well yeah so yeah so point, no? yeah you can kind of see what they're doing but it's petty as fuck though isn't it because... massively, to be honest this to me acknowledges that they consider them a threat and i wouldn't have if i was in their shoes it's that there's that difficulty if you put the clause in so it doesn't affect you from a booking standpoint or do you not put it in because that would, because putting it in would give the like they've basically told Tony Khan that they're threatened. Yeah, which is mad because they're still massive and they still shouldn't be even slightly threatened by them. Yeah. But the fact that they're doing stuff like that to go, oh, you know, yeah, we're gonna make sure that you can't essentially affect it. Like it's almost smacks of like they think Tony Khan's gonna pull some shit, mm. so they're trying to stop him now. Maybe the thing is though, even though you look at viewing figures. WWE's miles ahead, obviously. I think well, SmackDown drew, like, what, 2.5 million hmm. this past Friday, and Rampage yep. got, like, 250 or 300,000. So yep. from a viewing stand, and it's different time. It's all, you know, there's all no, the different factors. I've always said, like, AEW, right? I've always hated the comparison because AEW is a baby company compared. Yeah. So like, there's, got, there's a lot of factors. Oh, NXT's their developmental brand, and, uh, you know, they should be beating them. So, well, yeah. they, were, they were, like, two years old. No, they were a year old when they started yeah. beating they're, them. They're a developmental company. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. You, um, like, the fairest comparison was NXT, and they battered them. So, yeah. like, but that the difference is, 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 like, TV ratings aside, is you look at arenas, and they're still going to run in similar arenas with similar capacities. Yeah. So you're looking at, like, you know, between 7,000 to 12,000 people or something. Mm. So you can see what... And most of them are kind of getting there or thereabouts. Obviously, it's on a downwards turn at the minute because yeah, yeah. of the saturation. But you can kind of see it. But it's a dirty tactic. When you look at, like... Because the bottom line is AEW, because they are a smaller company with a lot less profile, the tickets are likely going to be cheaper. Yeah. So then you go, people might make that compromise. So mm. I get they won't want them running close to each other because then they'll go, well, we'll go to AEW, it's cheaper. Yeah. And they start getting more people at their arenas because it's like, well, it was easier to do. Mm. But even so, it's like the the whole clause really smacks of like their belief that Tony Khan's going to sort of keep an eye on what they're doing and then book near and yeah. try and like mark it so that they don't... It's like, what, well, what, it. why like, do you feel, feel threatened? Like, I don't... They're going to have to clap back and people will be going, oh, look at this, AW. You know what I mean? It'll be AW's fault. Oh, it always the Always the But like, to, what Tony's going to have to do now, he's going to have to try and get ahead of the game and go, well, we're going to have to put a clause in ourselves and we're going to have to try and book further out and try and stop this them. The thing. From... And then it's going to be a weird thing of like, they're going to be holding venues from each other now, aren't they? Yeah. Because like you say, if Tony applies a similar clause and then starts booking 2025 up, the fuck are they gonna do? Well, that's it. Like especially in like certain like certain towns might only have one or two venues anyway. Yeah. So it's like if you can't get that one. So you, who who suffers? Yeah. The fans. fans. We do. So Thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, cans. <laughs>
My turn. Oh, no, you've, you've done the slide as well. I know, yeah. Just waiting Off for you. Just awkward dead oh, silence. Well, sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. That's on. what I'm here for. The awkward <laughs> silence. Uh, this is a nice quick one, Carl. It's just a, uh, an acknowledgement and congratulations to Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera, mm. whose name I always say wrong, so I'm hoping I've said it right this Ryan time. Ryan Candelabra? That guy. Yeah. Um, they have not long, uh, no, what, a year after getting married. I don't know why it's relevant, but the news article put it that way as well. Um, they announced that they're expecting their first child, which is yeah. huge. congratulations. Massive congratulations. And again, goes to show, well, creative got no plans for Alexa Bliss. Like, I saw a news article literally, like, the day she announced this pregnancy, going, um, WWE have finally decided on creative for Alexa Bliss, Re- planned return imminently. Just bull- bullshit. They're just going, who's been off TV for a while? I know, we'll say, you know yeah. what I mean? It's but it's horrendous. like, say it like that, like, she, she sort of, and they don't have to give information out, but she sort of disappeared off TV. Mm. And again, it's like, oh, she's been booked badly, or she's been a victim of the, the whole Bray Wyatt storyline, mm. or whatever. It's like, it's time and wise you know it, it was coincidental that she would happen to be in the middle of the Uncle Howdy stuff but there's a clear reason why she went on no, TV exactly. like, so, there's been like a couple of, like obviously she had the thing with um, like the skin didn't she oh of course yeah, yeah, yeah. she's had loads of stuff going on but, on the um, finger so shows you though rumour mill needs to fuck one it does one, get to fuck rumour mill get to fuck um, so the next one I'm going to have to look at my phone for this because I don't know too much about it because we're great at what we do um, <clears throat> so I think it's Regarding the potential streaming deal, um, I'll, I'll clue you in. He hasn't said a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but essentially, he was asked about it again, and he said that, you know, they're trying to build a great library of yeah. content. So they've got all the stuff from Dark, all the stuff from Elevation, Dynamite's, what, three and a half years, four years going. They've mm. launched Rampage, now there's Collision. And he's essentially saying that the more content they put out, the more chance, you know, of having a, a strong library to launch a network with. Or yeah. like, or a streaming deal. When with, he, at least. Yeah, one of the things when he's mentioned companies getting involved, he's just said there's a lot of money on the table. He hasn't really alluded to like we're gonna it's go a lot with of this. We're gonna fucking money because obviously they're part of um, Warner W Warner Brothers Discovery, Discovery or yeah. whatever. Discovery. And you go, well, is your library gonna go on there? And mm. apparently that's not part of the existing deal. But as he alluded to, there's a lot of money on the table there in terms of the the catalogue they're building and the catalogue they've already got. Mm. So he's not give any specifics, but it seems like it's inevitable. Yeah. Well, it it should be, and it it'd be fascinating if um, Warner Discovery don't go for it, because it'd be odd almost to have all your stuff on like TNT and TBS, or whatever. Then I don't know, fucking Peacock picks it up or something. You're yeah. like, well, it's the thing. Like for me, like I don't know how it works in the states. So apologies if a little different, but like we have Discovery Plus over here. Mm. Discovery Plus is full of like great content, but doesn't have anything like this to put mm. a library of AEW stuff onto Discovery Plus it'd be another unique selling point yeah. for Discovery Plus in this country mm. certainly it would so. it also would feel kind of jarring as well wouldn't it because they've um, like I know like HBO have, have just called it Max now haven't they like they've dropped yeah. HBO Max and they've like inco- incorporated other stuff so you've then got like this whole thing with Discovery's merging with shit as well isn't it yeah so yeah. I don't know. What, I mean, I don't know if you've ever looked at Discovery Plus, but it, it's wild anyway. Because as growing up, you always think Discovery is like educational programming. Mm. So you go like, just like pit my ride. <laughs> yeah, it's like Miami. pit my ride and ancient aliens and. <laughs> uh, but it's got TLC on there, so you got all like you know, ninety day fiance and stuff oh, like yeah, that, okay. and you go, okay, this isn't exactly um, Discovery content, but mm. it's similar to Disney. Like Disney in this country, again, I believe is wildly different in America. They, they've only started introducing the, the actual like adult content recently okay. as I understand it. We've like ours. Was it called Star or something? Yeah, because they merged with a few different things. Ours has all the 
like everything's on Disney Plus. Mm. So Disney Plus, where you expect to see the mouse, you've got like Deadpool and shit like that on there as well. It's um, it's kind of jarring. Like you can, you can watch Bones. You can watch every episode of Bones. Why wouldn't like, you? Why wouldn't you think to go on Disney crime, Plus to watch the crime murder show? Yeah. On Disney, with, under the mouse. Like, also, kind of weird. The importance but... of creating separate child profiles. <laughs> yes, very <laughs> much so. This. Very much so. Um, but yeah, I, I do think. Um, it would make sense at some point in time because I see that stuff on Reddit all the time. Things like, "Oh, I'm a new AW fan. How can I get like watch it from the start and get?" Because people are so like fucking like privileged now with WWE Network, they can literally go back and watch every pay per view that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah. you can go and watch. That's a good point. Actually, I never thought of that. Like, if you era. get into WWE now, hmm? like imagine that. Like when I was a kid, I started watching wrestling. Obviously, a lot later than you. I had to start like Attitude Era hmm. onwards, and you're like. Oh, you know, Golden Era was yeah. the best. Yeah. Like even Brit, Brit, even Brit Hart, Brit Hart, yeah. <laughs> BMD. I say. <laughs> um, I feel like there's some sort of like when you did the Diamond Dallas Page. Oh yeah, that one. I think you're like you might need to do that. Now. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's. I never really considered it like that. But people have got the luxury now going right back, haven't they? Yeah, it's mad. But like you know, a network would do them like the world of good. I think. Um, yeah. So hopefully something. You know, a deal gets on the table for them soon. Indeed. Somewhere. Indeed. So, Carl, there's an interesting one for you. Quite recently, we saw Lita involved in the, the whole storyline with Becky Lynch, <clears throat> Trish, and I, and I have good self, obviously. Um, sometime in April, one of the episodes of Raw in April, she was um, kayfabe injured backstage. Mm. It was alluded that Trish Stratus was the one who injured her. Um, and she hasn't been seen on screen since for WWE. Now, a lot of people have believed that she is going to essentially return and team up with Becky Lynch against um, Trish and Zoe Stark. That's the one. Nice. Yeah. And... Um, you know, everyone's been like, oh, yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. That just makes sense, etc. And then, would you believe, Lita's rocked up at an indie promotion. I know, right? Um, done a cartwheel. <laughs> hit somebody with it a logo. That was bizarre, wasn't it? No, it was, it was in reference to, I don't follow this particular company, um, but it was in reference to the wrestler she was attacking okay. as like part of their shtick. So she was mocking them <clears> with <throat> the cartwheel. But um, hit a low blow and, and sort of helped uh, somebody win the match. So nice. it, everyone was a bit like, so what does this mean? What does this mean? This doesn't mm. normally happen with WWE talent. I mean, personally, I don't think this is affecting anything. I think she probably will be back in WWE. I think she yeah. probably will be it's back to help like... Becky. She's having a laugh. Well, yeah. Someone probably asked her, or maybe she knows like the promoter or something. Yeah. She's gone, yeah, why not? I'll make an appearance. Yeah. But people read it way too much into things, don't they? But, yeah. you know, why didn't she go back after Trish? Why is she going after this person? It doesn't make any sense. What's going on? It's interesting, like, like from that point of view, like, in terms of mm. breaking kayfabe, it's kind of done that, isn't it? She's injured, mm. but... Now she's not. Do you know what I mean? Because it's been seen on another wrestling oh, promotion. Yeah. So I don't know Look whether WWE. Did, I don't know whether WWE would be t- particularly bothered by this, or whether they even can be. She's on a Legends contract, and I don't think is restricted the same way as anyone else. Yeah. Like surely she can appear in other places and you do what she so. wants. Although Demon uh, told us at the time, you know, he wasn't exactly able to go to a lot of places, was he? You know, that's true. true. So you never know what the terms are, but exactly. Interesting but sure, everything's still fine with Lita. She'll be back. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna do. They're gonna do Becky and Lita versus Trish and Zoe, aren't they? Definitely. Yeah, it's gotta be the gotta be the money match, isn't it? Um. So the penultimate piece of news again, short and sweet. Just a congratulations to the mad lad, madcap Riddick Moss, who has uh, proposed to his girlfriend Emma. Um. So yeah, she said yes by all accounts. So it's Yeah. 
There you go, his fiance. It'd be kind of weird though saying he's proposed with fiance. It's like, yeah. Spoilers again. You've done this. Um, so. We've been here. Stop it. Yeah. So you know, short and sweet. But yeah, congratulations to the pair of them. It's nice, obviously, that you know, I was made up when they rehired Emma, um, even though she hasn't been used massively um, at the minute. But it's nice that these two are together and on the road and stuff like that. And so much that he's done. You know what? I'm gonna marry this woman. Yeah. Look. You did this WWE. If you had to rehire her, who knows? Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Oh, do you know what? WWE are going to so mad. <laughs> I know, yeah. Well, Hiring love. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Together. <laughs> Forever. <man. I'm> like, <laughs> take it back. Take it back. Then. Now. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, Carl, is one for, for the Brits who are listening. All two of you. Um, so British MPs, we mentioned this a, a long time ago about this whole debate, and this come on the back of the, the Me Too movement and a lot of the issue around the um, some of the stuff that was going on in the in the indie scene in Britain, um, which I won't go into that side of it, but the debate has been sort of steaming on this week between MPs um, in relation to regulation of uh, cowboy wrestling promotions mm. in the... Uh, in the UK, which is interesting because one of the first arguments the MPs were actually trying to have was whether it should be classified as a sport. Yeah. And I'm here like, Vince McMahon already settled this. <laughs> he settled this in the fucking 90s. It's not a sport and we don't pay tax. Mm. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> but uh, not very interesting. It feels like an old debate in, in the sense of like, is it sports? Is it not like, obviously it's a very physical um, production, but they're looking at it from a regulation point of view and going like, what elements do you need? So obviously some of the stuff they're debating, and I can be a geek about this because part of this is my actual job. Um, it, it, ruin like, the illusion. We're full-time sorry. podcasters. What are you but, talking uh, about? But the, the Licensing Act, uh, which includes wrestling, includes it as uh, regulated entertainment. It doesn't actually include it as a sport. So uh-huh. yeah, you actually have sport listed separately. Interesting. Which is interesting, yeah. Um, so what they're suggesting is on some level, and this is where the debate is coming in, should it be classified as a sport in the sense of like a safety point of view? Because some of the concern was like some wrestling promotions when they're holding events and the events have been licensed and the license includes a requirement to have like a doctor on site when the event's going on in case there's an emergency. Whereas because it's not part of the regulation, because it's just a choice they've made, a lot of other companies don't. And they're like, well, that's not safe. Mm. So there's a load of elements of like, they're talking like obviously safety for the the wrestlers themselves in terms of like injury etc. They're talking about safety in terms of, again all the the issue we had with like the the sexual assault allegations and such like that, um and obviously the potential for con artists and whatever as well. So they're talking like should they bring in a very specific piece of legislation in order to to regulate how wrestling promotions conduct themselves? Fascinating. And, the fascinating, well, not fascinating. It feels a bit mean the way I say this, but um, someone who I wouldn't have expected to be on the side of let's regulate was Ricky Knight. So Soraya's dad, yeah. who obviously he runs his own wrestling promotion, WAW, WAW, thank you, um, has actually been asked about this, and he 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 made a reference to wrestling being like because they obviously asked about the whole debate of whether it's a sport or not. And he actually he, he linked it more to being like a magician. He said it's like it's it's an it's an illusionary sort of show. Like people don't turn up going, I know what's gonna happen. They turn up wondering how did that happen and that sort of thing. So mm. he said he said you go into watch a magic show, you know it's a trick, but you don't know how the trick works. He said, So you go into wrestling, you know it's predetermined, but you don't know the results. 
And mm. I like that kind of analogy. I like that kind of connection. He's gone, yeah, it's fake, but not in the sense of like, it's, you know what I mean? He's mm. in favor of regulation because it's, it's, you still have to be safe. It's still very physical, but mm. it's fake in the, in the same way that an illusion would be, you know? Yeah. And I like that. Um, makes a lot of sense. That's yeah, yeah. So we, there's great risk with certain tricks in the magic world, isn't there? Yeah. So, but um, but obviously, a man who is very much connected with other indie promotions has said a lot of um, there's a lot of things that they have to do now that people just aren't doing. So it it's not so much about. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. He hasn't specifically said it this way, but in reference to what he said there, like it wouldn't just be about regulation it'd be about enforcement of as well wouldn't it you can't yeah. just go well he's he's the rules stick to them and then never look at them again you no. have to be able to go well you we're going to make you stick to these rules so it'd be very interesting um to see going forward and you know we're talking about cowboy wrestling promotions if you will but you legislate wrestling in general in the country then when people like wwe and AEW and that come along then they're gonna to have to mm. adhere to that same regulation, and I would like to think that they'll be above and beyond anything they ask for. Well, yeah, but it'd be interesting that they now they potentially in the future may have to consider this element of the law. Interesting. Mm. So there you go, developing story. Bit of geekiness the there for you guys. If you're uh, interested in legislation, <laughs> then uh, you should listen to our other show, <laughs> legislation <laughs> to the K. Um, um, legislate to the K. Uh, so yeah. Fun and games all around, fun and educational, as we say. So, um, fun educational. Fun educational. So, another fun educational filled show here. Ah. Um, so, if you haven't already, hit that like button, hit subscribe. If you're listening, give us a follow, give us a rating if you want. A good one. If, it's, if you're thinking of giving us a but don't do that. But if you were thinking, I enjoyed it and want to give us five stars, that'd yeah. be cool. Be a mate. Not, yeah. Give don't a, hate. Give a rate. Don't hate. Be a mate. <laughs> give a rate okay um so yeah that was another fun filled show and we'll catch you on the next one